to the People by People podcast with me, your host, Laura Sutherland. Today is going to be a day where I don't have a guest. So you have the honour <laughs> of listening to me um, talking about something that is very topical just now, which is coronavirus, um, commonly known as COVID-19. Now, I wanted to... Um, basically have a chat with you uh, to, well, I suppose more to help you take some practical steps towards um, thinking right now, before it's too late, about how you can protect your business and how you can protect your uh, your staff essentially as well. Um, so I started off thinking about um, where we start. So we always start with facts. So if you want to refer to the government website, the NHS website, or the World Health Health, Health Organization website, you will be able to get some sterling advice there um, about how to handle situations, um, things like washing your hands, how often, etc. I wanted to focus more on the business side of things. Um, and I wanted to make some basic recommendations about things such as working from home, cancel non-essential travel. Um, but in case you were stuck with what to do with your business and staff and to limit the number of people exposed to and who may contract uh, the virus, I wanted to have a chat with you about three elements. So the first one is about in the office. So one of the things that... Um, that I suppose in times of anxiety or frustration, people really need leadership. So it's really important that there's clear signs of leadership and that there's a calm approach to how your leadership team is going about um, handling the situation. Um, so the next part is very simple. It's things like signage. So um, you should really be signposting things like wash your hands, how often to wash your hands, and then also obviously providing the products for basic hygiene, such as hand washing, tissues, and obviously things like bins for hygienic disposal as well. Um, and also, if you wanted to go a step further, you could be um, you could have thermometers for temperatures for heads. Um, as somebody told me yesterday, that now everyone that comes into their office has their temperature taken. Um, so the other thing that um, that has been recommended has been deep cleaning. Um, one of my friend's companies, uh, Tracy, she runs a company called Microshield and she has been inundated with businesses. So she describes Microshield as the Ghostbusters for germs. Um, so she uses a sort of dry spray technique um, and basically it's fully hygienic um, and basically you could go away and come back the next day. Um, actually, I think it's only a couple of hours and your office, uh, your boardroom, etc. Everything like your phones and your keyboards and everything will all be essentially hygienic for you. Um, if you don't want to do that, then obviously regular cleaning of doorknobs, work surfaces, keyboards, phones, and obviously the provision of antibacterial wipes would be very useful. Um, so procedures and information as well to tell staff about the symptoms, you know, what if they have any, what should they do? Um, and you must be quite clear about um, the information that you're giving them. 
and also certain of the facts um, and not to spread misinformation which is quite common in times when people are scrabbling um, you know why people have to self-isolate or um, you know it kind of gets construed into they must have it so they have to stay behind closed doors and that's not the case so you know keep your staff informed make sure there's procedures in place and then keep updating them as the situation develops as well and the measures that are being taken um, and always give them the sort of rationale as to why you're doing something so that they understand. It's very easy for people to give fact uh, but not back it up with anything and then that sometimes leads to ambiguity. Um, consider doing more things like online meetings rather than face-to-face um, and whether or not events uh, can can be postponed or if they're held online or refunded. It's literally just been announced in the last half hour that the Scottish Government will be banning any events from Monday for bigger gatherings of 500 or more people. So that's all the big um, like Visit Scotland Expo, it's big football matches, it's all that type of stuff. So um you know, can you do stuff online? Uh, does it need to be face-to-face? Start thinking about that now from a short, medium and long-term perspective. Um, I think this will probably give us much uh, a sort of uh, kick up the backside to start thinking about how we can work leaner like that actually going forward. And I think this might be the change that we um, start to see that has been put, you know, been put in this situation um, and we're now starting to innovate essentially around it. Um, and I think we might start to see differences in how we work in, in the future. Anyway, that's by the by. Um, so, uh, contractors, if any contractors are coming to your office, your place of work, then obviously let them know the procedures and encourage them to follow directions and instructions. Um, if staff do contract the virus, then obviously tell them not to come to work. Keep communicating with them, however. Um, even if they only have mild symptoms, this will potentially count as sick leave so you need to go and check on that. Uh, should someone present with the symptoms then have a dedicated and isolated room or space for them to be held and a plan for how they will be transferred to a health facility. Um, liaising with your healthcare provider and taking advice from your health insurance organisation too, that's a good step because there are lots of things around um, sick pay, there's lots of things around um kind of like insurance and working from home and um things uh you know health care insurance that covers things and it doesn't cover other stuff so just you know look at the the small print as well um consider and plan for well-being challenges in the workplace should someone contract so staff want leadership and assurance at that point in time that you don't want them to panic and you want them to know that you know you're taking the right measures uh, get employees to help inform this plan that you're developing. It's really important. Um, and then communicate the plan with everybody and test it as well, just in case there are any gaps. And then share the learnings and learn from others. That's important. If you've seen, and um, there's really good examples on LinkedIn. Uh, in fact, something that I'd already included in my blog post um, about working in teams um, and, and how to cleverly do that. Um, share learnings with other people. That's really important. Um, but communicating regularly so that staff know you're on the ball, they know what, what's happening and when it's happening is really, really important. And I really believe that the communication industry has a huge part to play right now to make sure that everything is absolutely clear, that communication is completely effective and so that businesses, staff, um, organisations across the country are absolutely clued up as to what's happening. 
Moving on to the next part, so if you have to self-isolate or if your organisation has asked you to work from home, then there's a couple of things, or actually eight things to consider here. So um, do you have things like, um, is, is your work in the cloud? Is it in a system? Um, is it able, can you access it remotely uh, online? Or is if that isn't possible, if you have server issues, then you might have to consider a different server. You might have to consider shifts for online working as well. If that's the problem, if your server's struggling with the amount of people logging on at the same time. Um, these technical aspects, you know, go and speak to your IT consultant um, or your IT department. It's important to get that right. Um, setting up Slack uh, or WhatsApp groups for teams to be able to talk and work together from home uh, is important so they don't feel isolated themselves um, and cut off from the rest of the, the, the workforce. Set up check-in and check-out procedures. Uh, for example, a Chinese company had used a photo check-in at their home office desks. I think that's a good idea. Also, it might add a little bit of fun, a bit of personality. Um, it might be that you go onto a Zoom call every morning for five minutes just to check in and um, say hi to everybody um, and hang about for, I don't know, a coffee with them or something like that. Think of all these things and try and make the transition from, if, you, if you're used to working in the office to working at home, try and make it as, um, as friendly as possible as well so that you don't feel completely cut off. And what, what tech is available for staff to take home? What do they already have at home? What's their own stuff? What's your stuff? Is it laptops, PCs, Macs? How, how will everything work? Um, Timesheets as well. Um, I use a, a, an app called Toggle. It's free for me for one user and it does the job, but for, for bigger organisations, what sort of timesheets are you using? Um, if, if at all, do you need them? Do you not need them? Something to consider. Test your processes and systems before making this formal. That is absolutely key. Um, having daily and regular check-in times with staff on Skype or Zoom, um, ask for end-of-day reports so that you know work is being done, that people are being connected, that, that nobody has any problems. Make sure you, that you've got their best interests at heart and it's not just for have you done the work because it works both ways. And then do you need a guidance booklet for the teams? Things like how to stay focused, break away from the screen, well-being, don't hunch over your desk, etc, etc, all that type of stuff. Um, all these things about working from home, I know about because I've worked from home for a couple of years now. Um, and although we're far away from knowing the, the, you know, the, the sort of wider impact of the virus in the UK, we must also start to consider scenarios, risks and also make plans for the recovery. So what, what might that look like? How long would that take? You need to you know, act out the scenarios so that you're thinking of it from a strategic point of view. And then shift working was something else I mentioned in my blog. Um, if you split into teams, possibly will vary, obviously, depending on the structure of your staffing. But you could be taking shifts. Um, you could be rotating the teams and also using different locations as well, because this will limit the spread of any potential virus to staff and therefore limiting the potential to close the business. And essentially, at the end of the day, limiting the effects of uh, business as usual, which is a drop in turnover, drop in clients, etc. You need to think from that point of view. 
So, um, yeah, as I say, um, NHS, government and the World Health Organization websites are the best place to go for advice and guidance on the major things in terms of health. Um, This was very much a a quick podcast to give you some ideas, things to think about right now, because if you're not thinking now, you're not planning ahead. If you're not planning ahead, then you might be caught out. Um, Have a look on my blog. Uh, If you want to go to aura-pr.com, I've got a lot of stuff on there um, in the last uh, couple of days, uh, you know, a couple of things from the coronavirus. Um, There's some stuff on there in crisis communication as well, if you find that you are in that situation. And obviously, feel free to get in touch with me um, it would be amazing if you could give me um give this this specific podcast a, a, a share because it might help other people there might be people out there that don't know what they're doing and they just need this little bit of help so please share obviously as well um, i'm going to ask if you could please to obviously subscribe <laughs> um, if you want to give me some feedback leave me any stars or ratings etc that'd be amazing um, but until uh, next time i will yeah i'll be back soon giving you an update um if there's anything further i can help with that i've thought of then I will absolutely be doing that and I think now more than ever you probably need podcasts if you're going to be working from home essentially you need stuff to keep you awake um, and to keep you motivated so um, any suggestions on what those topics might be then let me know thanks for tuning in guys and I'll speak to you soon